Hey everybody, this is Will from Neo, and welcome to another episode of the Tea Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be looking at a different type of gyokuro uh, that's actually a little bit on the lower end. So normally, gyokuro is considered to be the premium or the most premium green tea in Japan. So normally, it's very high priced. Um, it's a little bit fancy. Um, a tea for special occasions, you might say. Um, but in this case, we have the Gyokuro Matsu, which is actually a lower grade Gyokuro. Uh, so this is something that would be very affordable on par with a normal Sencha that you might find in Japan. And uh, it's still very, very strong in the first steeping. And it kind of gives you all the flavor you might expect from a, a higher grade Gyokuro, um, but for a fraction of the price. So let's take a look at what Oliver has to say about it. Hello everybody, this is Oliver from NEO and today we are going to talk about a new tea which we found in our trip or during our trip in Japan and this time it is the Gyokuro Matsu of Mr. Sakamoto. So this is the tea we are going to review today and uh, it is actually a lower grade or a cheaper uh, Gyokuro, so around $24. Uh, 100 gram tea so uh, very very good in price and i wanted to see before uh, i taste it the first time that i will taste this one here uh, really in front of you directly so let's go directly into it uh, green tea gyokuro shaded for 20 days um, it's a uh, green tea which is um, grown in Kagoshima at around 170 meters above sea level because a lot of teas from Kagoshima are just on uh, the level of the sea or sea level so you can see this tea here a very beautiful uh, shaded tea with a little bit of stems in it but mostly it is a dark tea so um, uh, very very nice in uh, in uh, color what you can see compared for example to the chamusume which we already have on our online store this one here has much smaller leaves so uh, it is uh, quite uh, a little bit a broken tea so it can be um, that this one here or it is the case that this one here are the leaves which are a little bit sorted out from the bigger ones so um, and this tea is just used then for um, for lower quality Gyokuro as the leaves are not so big and the cultivar is still the Yabukita cultivar. The Yabukita cultivar is the most famous cultivar in Japan. So let's just let me go directly into it. So Yabukita, the most grown cultivar, around 80% of the whole Japanese tea production is coming from a Yabukita. So it's a very famous and very well accepted cultivar. But this ones here are definitely the leaves which are coming from, um, from a lower uh, kind of sorted out part of the leaves. But still um, seeming to be uh, very interesting in terms of taste. So um, let's have a look how this looks like so we just leave it in for around one and a half to two minutes so gyokuro needs a little bit more time to brew um gyokuro is uh, the speciality about gyokuro is really that it is 20 days of shading until 21 or even 22 this means that before the harvest the, the plants are covered with uh, um with nylon covers often they are black 
Some teas are even uh, covered with straw mats. These are called the Hongyokuros. This one here is covered with nylon, dark nylon uh, shadings, uh, coverings, and that uh, makes the tea very sweet. So during this phase of this 20 days, the, um, the plant is dressed. So it produces a lot, a lot, a lot of chlorophyll. It uh, produces a lot of theanine, so amino acids, getting very sweet like this and absorbing a lot of minerals from the floor and uh, Mr. Sakamoto he does his organic fertilizer himself so um, he has a very well nourished um, ground and this is giving then a great umami taste to his teas what his specialization is so he's really going into more uh, umami tasting tea so i'm very curious to see how these tea leaves how uh, they will taste um coming now uh, from a tea which is uh, definitely his lowest quality gyokuro in terms of pricing so i'm very curious to see how this one uh, could be in terms of taste good so i think we are pretty close to this two minutes and let's take it out and give a first brewing to this one here. And voila. So already in color, it's a little bit less green uh, than his typical um, Gyokuros, but still a very, very beautiful yellowish green undertoned liquid. Just gonna show it to you. So it is actually a very nice, um, a very nice green color with some golden and yellow tones in it. So it's a good mix. Um, seems to coming from a little bit of the stems which are in the teas brewing. Let's see. Yeah, if you look at it um, in terms of color, you really see a little bit the, the more bright notes. So these are the stems not completely taken out of this tea, mixed with the leaves, which are quite small in comparison to other, to other Gyokuros I had where the needles are very, very long. So this one here, definitely a tea um, of a little bit lower quality. Doesn't mean necessarily that smaller leaves like lower quality, but for Mr. Sakamoto, um, you have definitely, as long as it is not Samidori, so a very high quality um, cultivar, the leaves are rather long. Um, Yabukita known to be a little bit uh, thinner, but longer. So the needles should be longer in shape, but this ones are definitely not very very long so let's go to the taste how this evolves then mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. taste wise i must say it's a very good tea very direct very direct on the umami flavor very sweet a little bit of creamy notes i did it now with 60 degrees celsius 60 degrees um, uh, Celsius equals 140 degrees Fahrenheit. So this tea has definitely a very sweet note, umami note, what the savory uh, sweet note, which you know from, from Japanese green tea. And this one here definitely has this very, very strong. And uh, this is also the speciality of Mr. Sakamoto. And I must say for the price, it is a very, very attractive tea. So definitely 
something I would recommend to try out once given the fact that it is for a Gyokuro very 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 low in price. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of astringency in it. It is coming from the Yabukita. Yabukita cultivar for the Japanese is a cultivar which covers a little bit of all taste spectrums and here you can really uh, taste it. So first you get the sweetness, you get a little bit of a nuttiness, you get a little bit of um, yeah, you get these nutty notes, then you have the sweet corn note also coming out. So around this savory sweetness, but you're a little bit of acidity swinging with it. It's not astringency, but acidity, uh, which is coming with this tea and this I know, especially a little bit from from Sencha's that it is, there's a little bit more of this acidity, which is not taken away fully. This might come from the stems which are uh, in the tea or it can come um, from from the Yabukita cultivar, which is a little bit more also adding into this uh, into a more kind of a sweet note, um, leaving space also for some bitter notes. And that's why the Japanese, they generally tend to like Yabukita because it covers all the spectrum and to have a little bit of bitterness means for them also that more um, taste and more healthiness is in the tea so it's covering a whole spectrum of taste and also healthiness due to the slight acidity and the slight astringency which is in the tea uh, um, covers also the health uh, spectrum from the tea so um, this is definitely a very good tea value for money so um, definitely something I will take in our web shop and I will let you know as soon as possible But let's give it another try. Going to the second steeping. Second steeping has to be very short. So we talk here about 20 to 30 seconds. Not much more. Um, because the tea is already infused, the tea leaves are open. This is what happens in the first brewing. The second brewing can be very short. Also the third one. So um, don't make it too long. Uh, it doesn't add much more it takes you might take you away a little bit from the third brewing voilà. so what you can see now in the second brewing it gets a little bit more greenish so a little bit more particles also in the water so um, the tea shows a little bit more of a green and the less of the yellow color and let's try So what is astonishing now with this one here, it loses a little bit faster in taste. So um, when I look at the other teas which Mr. Sakamoto has, this one seems to go down a little bit faster in taste. So the price reflects a little bit, not in the first steeping, but in the second steeping now I also see a lower taste. Uh, so it goes down a little bit faster in terms of taste than, uh, for example, a Gyokuro Chamosumo or a Gyokuro Sasahime. So very different in terms of taste in the second brewing versus the first one. But still there's this beautiful sweet notes, there's the savory note, the nuttiness has gone a little bit away. 
Um, so definitely a T, which which is which is losing a little bit faster in tea in the taste in the second brewing but still very very strong still very much the savory note but it's it's much more kind of um, you have a lower speed of the umami taste coming in so it takes much more time to show a little bit its umami umami flavor um, the savory flavor is a lot of sweetness in the beginning the savoriness comes in later so a little bit um uh, kind of a, a step one or two seconds or one second in between so it's a little bit less kind of this full-bodied and full flavor aroma um which uh, you can taste in your palate but it's much much softer now in the second one so not so not not fully round but still very sweet still very savory also, the second brewing is definitely good. Astringency or acidity hasn't gotten stronger, so this is also a good sign. So it rests, it stays very stable, but a little bit on a lower level taste-wise. Then let us go to the third brewing um, of this one here. So I didn't even know that this existed until this year that Mr. Sakamoto, he showed us uh, this tea. So he started also to sell the matzo. I think before he thought it might not sell, but he decided to take this tea into uh, his assortment. So uh, the matzo is definitely a tea which is worth its money um, with a very good value for money proposition in my eyes for a Gyokuro, a very nice choice. And a very good starter tea if you're new to Gyokuro um, because it shows you already the whole spectrum, certainly in the first uh, brewing, in the second brewing a little, le a little less, but, but still very, very good in flavor. So let's see how the third brewing is of this tea. Put my Kyusu here. Mm -hmm. And it gets much weaker now. So this tea de definitely good for two, maybe three brewings, but then it loses a lot of its flavor. So this is the main difference. It uh, reminds me a little bit when I taste the tencha leaves. So tencha leaves are the leaves which are made or which the matcha is made from. It reminds me a little bit of that because the tea, tea is very, very good, very sweet in the beginning, showing the whole spectrum of Gyokuro, but dropping very fast. And now in the third brewing, you can really note there's really a much less developed flavor, much less strength in the tea. So it loses much faster in taste from one brewing to the next. And this is the main difference to uh, the Gyokuro Chamosume Sashahime or um, the Chamei Jin, which is our highest quality Samidori tea. But this one here in the first brewing can definitely be compared to a Chamusume, but then second and third, it loses much quicker in taste. So an interesting tea to go into to discover the world of Gyokuro, definitely a good choice, definitely a good entry point. But for people who really like over several steepings, the, the strong uh, Gyokuro flavor, 
it definitely might be in the second or third um, steeping it might be a little bit too weak for you so this is that so um, thanks a lot for watching I hope you enjoyed this if you like it then give it the thumb thumbs ups or uh, subscribe to our channel and uh, until the next session with me I'm your host Oliver from Neo I wish you a great day goodbye <laughs>